Welcome to another edition of the Xamarin Podcast. It is Monday, September 12th, 2016. We're now five days removed from an Apple special event that was held last Wednesday. So we've had a little bit of time to cool down. I'm joined by Mike James, who I know has a lot of thoughts on what happened during the special event. Mike, I just, I, I don't know what to say. What are your thoughts? Still angry? I'm still angry. I'm still angry. We gave you five days still to calm angry. down. I'd actually, still angry. Actually, angry is... Angry is probably the wrong word. I'm I'm disappointed. You know when your parents, when you're a child, they they wouldn't get angry with you, but they would be disappointed, and that was a whole new level of kind of like, oh, yeah. I've done done bad. Um, that's I'm disappointed in Apple. Um, now I want I want to preface this. Me and Pierce tried quite hard to get some people on the podcast that were positive about last week's announcement, and that's really hard to find. Um, even people that have pre-ordered, like Adam from the support team, I was like, Adam, I want to get you on the podcast. He's pre-ordered the device, and even he's not that thrilled about it. He's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I thought about it this weekend, and I was thought like, I might as well. Google announced uh, a new Nexus device, and it had, it, it had these features. Would people still be as negative? Because I think a lot of it has to do with expectations, right? I mean, I know I can't just say, forget about the headphone jack. What about all the other stuff? But just talking about, you know, the actual device and what they brought, I think it's actually not that terrible to play a little bit of devil's advocate here on the Xamarin podcast. Embrace debate. Mm. You're, you're about to. OK, tell me why I'm wrong, Mike. Tell me why I'm wrong. <laughs> well, uh, there's just so many reasons. Um, I mean, to, the, the, you, you mentioned about Android to start with. Let's talk about Android and Nexus then. So Google come out with the new Nexus and it, it, they've, they've done something equally as stupid as Apple and they've gone ahead and removed one of the most used <laughs> ports in the world. Universal is on everything. It's over 100 years old. It's older than Apple itself. But Google decides, yeah, we're, we're also really stupid and we're going to make a terrible decision that's going to affect a lot of our customers. Well, as an Android user, I can be like, that's fine. I'm going to go and buy a Samsung or I'm going to go and buy an LG. It, you've got options. I don't have any option. And the writing's on the wall now for the, for a, a plug that like, I've got so many devices in my house that ha that need and have this 3.5 jack connector. I'm we're doing the podcast right now with headphones that, that are wired that we can't use anymore on our phones. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to do this wireless, you know, I've, so I use a Bose uh, system in the office, a little hi-fi thing. And I've got this volume control that sits on the desk and I plug my headphones into that. Well, I now can't plug the Bose speakers into my phone if I buy the iPhone 7. I have to use the adapter. And everyone, like, I put this on Twitter that I was saying, you know, that I was really unhappy about the decision because it means that either I have to switch to Android which I'm not thrilled about because I don't like developing for Android and I want to be able to build apps for the platform I'm on. Or I go for Windows Phone and, well, I don't want to do that for reasons. And and then there's iPhone and I know that in a few years' time when I absolutely have to update because I'm on an iPhone 6 and the battery on it's terrible. So I've decided I'm just going to replace the battery but in a few years' time I'll have to do an update well, I'm going to have to then ditch the headphones. And I'm just, there's no decent solution. They haven't solved a problem. They, like, I was going to pre-order. 
that Thursday evening I was laying up in bed thinking about this and you know how, uh, you know, this is the biggest drama in my life at the moment. That That's how... <laughs> That's how uh, boring my that's, life that's is. That's a good that, problem to have. I know. Very much first world problems that I lay in bed worrying about, should I pre-order an iPhone or not? Um, <laughs> but I was laying there and I was like, well, it's because of the Brexit and the exchange rate, it's now more expensive this year than ever before. And it's like, well, do I want to spend basically a thousand pounds on a device that's more inconvenient than my current device? Yeah. And... I, you know, I don't take a huge amount of pictures on my phone because I've got my proper camera, which I carry with me most places. So the the, the camera stuff that Apple have done is really, really quite cool. Um, and I especially like the fact that they've got that depth of field because that's always something that when you've got a point and click, be it one that you've bought from Olympus or it's on an iPhone or a other mobile device, you can tell because it hasn't got that depth of field that it's been taken on a point and click. So the fact that they've now got that through software is super super cool but again it 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 isn't a big enough draw for me to want to have the device it's still got the bulge on the back for the camera bits which i didn't like about the six um the battery is fractionally better i understand and i mean oh i, I really this is going to be a difficult podcast for me because i'm going to try really hard not to rant the day after i sat down and i was going to record a youtube video i ranted for a good 20 minutes i was like i can't can't put that on the internet deleted it went again i got even more irritated and started to rant so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna stop talking because i could rant literally for hours on this terrible decision well you mentioned the battery and a lot of people speculate the main reason that that they actually made you know took the headphone jack away is because they wanted to make it thinner i mean there's obviously economic reasons behind it right they have to pay what is it four dollars per device for the for the lightning licensing yeah if you if you want to make like um i think it's stripe yeah um very popular in the u.s where you have the magnetic card reader so in, in san francisco every hipster bakery where all the men have amazing handlebar mustaches and things they have ipads to pay at rather than a proper till and you swipe your card on the magnetic card reader that's plugged in via the headphone port well right now none of those manufacturers need to be paying apple uh, any licensing because it's just a universal connector it is in fact the only universal connector on the iphone which apple has just got rid of like a year after buying beats i mean it's definitely not a money grab no not at all <laughs> uh well we've been saying i think we said this like last year and we said it this year again after the ios 10 event we don't care about a thinner phone. Me and you both. Yep. We want more battery. Yeah. We want, I, I have this dad case on right now. You've mentioned humps. This thing's got a, a ginormous oh, wow. hump on the back. Yeah. Yeah. I call it a dad case. So that's the official the one from battery. Apple, isn't it? Yeah, this is the official one from Apple. And you can see it's actually starting to fray a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's good. It doubles my battery. But it's not even that thick. Like, if they had just made this part of the phone, it would be a li even a little bit thinner than it is now. Yeah. I'm worried, you know, this time next year when they release iPhone 8, it's going to be so thin that I feel like I'm about to break it in half when it's in my pocket. Well, my, my, like, uh, my iPhone 6 is actually thinner than the iPhone 7. Oh, really? Yeah. The iPhone 6 is the thinnest iPhone they've ever made. The iPhone 6S was fraction. We're talking like a millimeter thicker. So it really oh, okay. isn't any different. But, you know, the, the bulge on the back, they absolutely should get rid of. I would rather have a thicker phone that does everything I need it to. 
And I'm not, I, I saw an image that was posted on the internet of all the believers in it saying that if, if we negative people had our way, that it'd have like uh, XLR connectors on it and a pull out radio antennae. And it's not the case. I just think that the headphone port is really the only one that I care about and that any user really cares about. They can get rid of lightning. They could have replaced that with USB-C, which is a, just amazing. The things you can do with USB-C blow lightning out of the water. And it would have been universal. But again, it's not theirs. They wouldn't be able to get that $4 licensing fee. And all this talk of courage, I don't think it's very courageous. I think it's, I think it's greed. I think so what is the courage thing for people who don't know who are listening to the podcast? Oh, so uh, was it Phil who announced this? I think so. Yeah, so Phil got up on stage to... Uh, he obviously drew the short straw. Was it Phil that <laughs> also had to do the original Apple Music launch? Where... No, that was Eddie Q. Okay, so... Eddie Q did this short <laughs> stick that year. So at least they're filtering it around so that all the execs right. get at least one dud thing to launch. Um, so there's Phil stood on stage talking about the, the greatness of the iPhone and he comes down to the headphone jack and you could hear a pin drop in that room. The audience were just stone-faced staring at him in silence and you could tell that he was a bit like, oh goodness, we've not had this before. This isn't how we expected it. And obviously they did the leaks in the summer so that we were you know warned of this and we could brace ourselves emotionally for what was going to be a horrible horrible 10 minutes um but even then so he's on stage and i i don't know if it was in the scripts or if he just started talking but he started to sound like a politician apologizing for something without actually saying sorry yeah. you know when they kind of i mean i can i can do it and sometimes i have to do it it's part of being you know talking to the public about sensitive topics but when you're announcing a product where you've got that decision to, to not do it but anyway so he's on stage and he's talking about why did they have to get rid of it and he started listing off the reasons and uh it was very courageous of us to take away something and i'm just sat there i'm like it's not courageous of you phil what you could have done is you could have made the phone fractionally thicker you could have made it a little bit fatter and you could have fit everything inside or you could have, you know, removed another thing, this haptic feedback. So they've got this haptic feedback. As I say, this is going to be a ramp podcast. I'm going to try to get some kind of uh, some kind of structure to it. But they've got this haptic feedback, which is it vibrates. And they replace a button for the Touch ID. So the home button is no longer a button. It's solid state. I didn't know this. I must have fallen asleep for part of the announcement. It was just a very small, and it had been rumoured again, it was a very small kind of note that they added on. But uh, yeah, so the home button is no longer a button. And that was one of the reasons why the headphone port had to go. But again, it's of no benefit to me as the end user. It's only a benefit to Apple because it's one of the parts that fails pretty quickly if it's going to fail. And so they have to swap it out when it's under warranty. So now it doesn't have a moving part. It's much less likely to fail. But as a user, I don't care because it looks and feels exactly the same. But because I've now got this extra feature, I no longer get the, the one I actually care about. I've never I've never given the button on my iPhone any any thought. Yep. But what I do think about is my headphones. Well, I think courage is one of those things, one of those qualities about yourself, about about a company, about anything. You can't say that you have that that quality because when you say that, you don't. Like it's like yeah. it would be like me coming on the podcast and saying, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a really humble guy. I'm just the I'm the humblest guy around. I'm so humble." Yeah. Like you can't say, "Oh, I'm really courageous." 
that's just something you can't say. Um, yeah. So, and on top of everything else, when he was up on stage, you mentioned you could hear a pin drop. He started to get real salty real quick. You could tell there was a tone in his voice where he was not happy about it at all. He was very, very salty about the fact that the audience didn't like it. And you mentioned that they had leaked and everything like that's in the months heading up. And it didn't, I don't think it, it mattered one bit because that room was, no. that room, you know, they'll, that's a lot of fanboys in that room and they'll cheer for pretty much anything. Yep. And um, when they got to the headphone jack part, it's, it was 10 minutes of silence. You're like, what's going on? Um, there's no, there's no cheering because I was, I was on my phone, you know, checking Twitter as you do during these things. And I, I'm expecting, you know, some cheering, some clapping, that sort of thing. Every couple of minutes, you just get used to it. And I had to look up because nothing was happening. I, I thought the event that, you know, the live stream had failed or something because there's always <laughs> clapping going on during these events and there was no clapping going on. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. I, I, I mean, maybe in, maybe in like a couple years we'll be like, this wasn't that terrible, but I mean, I can't tell you how many times, I mean, this is just, you know, basic stuff. I need to charge my phone and I need to use my headphones at the same time. And I mean, I could buy like an adapter. Yep. I'm going to lose it and I have to buy for another one, you know? And uh, like every night I go to bed. My wife goes to bed at 930 because she has to be up at 5 a.m. for her job. And so I have to lay in bed with headphones. Well, now I can't charge my phone and listen to headphones at the same time. It's like you said, Apple has always yep. been very user centric. They do what's best for the users for the most part. And for some reason, this release, whether it's the button, whether it's the headphone jack, it seems like they've done a few things that, you know, are, are in the, the money line's best interest and not necessarily in the user's best interest. Um, and that's, I think that's part of Tim, you know, because Tim has that COO background and he cares a little bit more about that sort of thing. Whereas Steve, yep. uh, this this has turned into a Steve would never let this happen podcast. <laughs> I don't. I, I really honestly don't think that Steve would would go for that. Like someone may pitch him on it, but I think I think Steve would never actually go for for removing the headphone jack. Do you know? I I disagree. I, really? I actually, yeah. I so I think Steve would have done it, but I don't think he would have done it in this way. Okay. I think that Steve was Steve was always good and happy to kill stuff. And he he was good at seeing the trends and that things were on their way out. I think when you look at things like the floppy disk, they got rid of the floppy disk on the iMac G3. It was a computer that I, I bought and I loved it. Um, they, they I think Steve described them as looking so good that you could lick them. And they really did. They were great little computers. Um, they got rid of the CD-ROM again with the iMac. Um, but in each case, there was technology coming in that could replace it and was better and more user-friendly. So the CD-ROM for the floppy disk, uh, USB 6 for the CD-ROM. But with headphones, we don't have a better technology than Bluetooth, and Bluetooth is undeniably a worse technology to use than headphones. Um, Me and P, the girlfriend, were were driving into town, and for for half of the journey, for like it was 20 minutes I'm sat in the car, fiddling around with their stereo, trying to get my phone to sync with it so that we could get the Bluetooth going. And it's just Bluetooth isn't the right technology. So I think that Steve would have done it, but he would have made sure all the ducks were lined up ready so that the removal of it wouldn't cause users a huge amount of pain. And, you know, they're now shipping headphones with an iPhone that you can't plug into your Mac. Yeah, yeah. Madness. Well, there there was some other stuff that was announced. It wasn't 
wasn't just about the headphone, though that's what's dominated the conversation. Um, yeah, well, there's some, there's some yeah. good news. It's got three gigs of RAM, so it's got a huge amount of RAM. I think it's the same amount as uh, the iPad Pro, which is a really, really performant device, so that's yep. fantastic. 16 gigabytes of space is gone, which is, we've, we've been asking for this for years. Um, 16 gig was never enough for a modern smartphone uh now it's i think 32 gig is 32 the is the minimum and i think did they add an, yeah. a new tier at the top did they have 512 or two two yeah uh two 256 okay, which is something they've had on the ipads because my ipad pro is 256 uh but i don't think they've had it for phone because my phone is 128 yeah. gigs um that's kind of it they've got the, the the new colors one which scratches a lot which is already sold out um, which is very interesting. So it was two new blacks, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, there was there was the jet black and there was the black. Uh, so jet black, they showed that. Yeah. I actually really like their like their marketing videos are like really really good. I like the one where I mean it was ridiculous. It was like way <laughs> over the top, but like you know where they're you know brushing the jet black on and it's going through all the production and all that. Like yeah. I find that mesmerizing. But the problem with the jet black and Apple even lists this on their website apparently is that it scratches super, super easily. Like to the point that pretty much right after you get the phone, you got to throw it in a case. And at that point, it's like, oh. yeah, I'm not so sure about... What's the point of having are the we... jet black if it's always hidden? Yeah. Are, are we talking kind of iPod... Was it the iPod video with the shiny back? Because that thing got yeah, really it, scratched. Is I, it going to be like that? I don't think it's, it's quite that bad. Um, but I, from what I can see online and, and what people have been talking about, apparently it's it's pretty bad as far as... Just in comparison yeah. to other Apple devices, it scratches much more easily. Now, that's not a problem for me because, like I said, I have the dad case and it doesn't matter because it's not going to get scratched up for me. But I know a lot of people, and I used to be this way, I, lo I love the naked iPhone with no case. And I, yep, you're sporting it right now. I just don't think I could do yeah. Jet Black with without a case because if it's going to get scratched up, then it loses some of the beauty that it has when it comes out of the case when you first buy it. Yeah, but... Well, I won't get Jet Black because I'm going to stick with the 6. And uh, if this dies this year, I'm going to get a 6S. Um, and it's going to be the first time ever that I've not bought an iPhone when it came out. Um, something else that's worth noting that's quite cool about the iPhone 7 is it's now water resistant, which is what the Apple original Apple Watch was deemed as. And I can safely say I have gone swimming with my original Apple Watch numerous times and had no issues whatsoever. So I reckon the new iPhone 7 is probably good for a shower. Um, but it's still not waterproof yet. Although other manufacturers such as Sony have managed to get that to work. So uh, I think with the iPhone 8 or 7S, we'll probably see full waterproofing like we've seen with the Apple Watch version 2. Apple Watch V2. It looked amazing. That was, I mean, I'm not really a watch guy, as I've said in the podcast before. I just don't like things on my wrist. I don't wear smart bands. I don't wear any of that stuff. I was the was the like a uh, band that like supposedly like did something with iron in your blood it was a total scam was that a thing in the uk that was a movement when i was like in in high school there was this like secret band that was supposed to make you like better at sports or something it was a total scam oh you mean the yeah, balance the balance, the balance band. Band. yeah, yeah, oh, those, yeah. So i didn't even wear that yeah. even though that was like the cool thing to do and <laughs> i mean you're in high school the easiest way to spot an idiot <laughs> well all my friends would have been idiots then um yeah, a lot a lot of my friends were as well. I remember 
Uh, it was Boxing Day, so the day after Christmas. I'm not sure if you guys call it Boxing Day. Uh, but that's what we call it in Britain. And uh, I was with family and they all had these things on. I was like, what on earth is that? And it's like, it improves your balance. I was like, explain the science behind this because I'm, I'm dubious. Um, then they, they showed me the demonstration of how it's shown uh, the shops and uh, they, they couldn't reproduce it. I was like, I'm, I'm not buying this. And then I Googled it. I was like, yeah, guys, I think this might be fake. Well, I've never had, the thing I thought was funny too is I don't just, I'm not just walking around and like stumbling all over the place. Like balance is not really something I need to work on. <laughs> like strength, maybe speed, maybe like general lack of, I mean, yeah. clumsiness, it's not going to prevent against that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, those things were such a scam. But point is, I don't really like wearing things on my wrists, but the Apple Watch V2 kind of got my attention not gonna lie yeah um so i've i've always been a bit of a hater with the apple watch but i'm gonna confession time i updated to watch os 2 finally um just over the, the weekend or last week um and it's actually pretty nice so the performance of the apps that load are very very snappy i need to get watch os 3 on there because apparently that's even better um but yeah, very, very interested in the new Apple Watch. Um, they didn't mention battery times, which has been my biggest gripe with the Apple Watch. Is that I always always forget to charge it because I'm terrible at charging devices. Yep. I've got one, two, three, four devices sat in front of me. Oh, five devices sat in front of me that all need to be charged up right now. Um, none of them are actually on charge, and yet the cables are not too far away. I could... With, with mo no more than, you know, two minutes work, get them all charging. But I'm terrible oh, yeah. at it. So I'd be interested to see what the new battery is like. Especially with, like, I mean, they have they showed some of the games and that sort of thing that run on the watch. It's a little scary, like Pokemon Go on the watch. I'm not so sure. The GPS yeah. functionality is really cool. But, like, if the battery doesn't pan out, like, they showed that really cool hiking app, which I thought was awesome because I love to go hiking and backpacking and that sort of thing. But if it's not going to last me the duration of my hike, then it's going to get me into a situation where I'm following instructions on my watch and suddenly my watch is no longer working and I'm lost in the middle of the woods. So with the watch, obviously the battery is forefront. I think they said it, it's slightly better. Um, and okay. I think in general, watch OS three is much more performant than other and, and less wasteful yep. than other watch OSs that they've released in the past. Well, what watch OS two is, is a phenomenal improvement over watch OS one very very impressed with how much faster everything loads um so I, I need to get watch os3 installed i've downloaded it onto the mac um just not installed it yet um, but they have made uh, watch os properly waterproof so you can go swimming with it with no issues um, which is great to see and they've got some uh well they've got a new partnership because they've they've had the the hermes is that how yes. you guys say it hermes uh yeah, they make lovely watches, so they've got the partnership with those guys. Um, but they announced uh, last week the partnership with Nike or Nike. You say Nike. Yeah, we yeah, say that's, Nike. That's wrong. Nike. Get it right. Yeah. Get it right. Is it? Is it an American it is. company? They're based out of Oregon. Yeah, then you might be right. I might just be saying it like a idiot. I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> I'm right. It's an American Fine. company. Oh no! I, I I'm I'm almost I'm almost sure of it. You think you, you know, think you're I still right? want to. I want to. <laughs> no, I know I'm wrong, but I still like to just you know have Google confirm it. 
This this is the really interesting part of the podcast while we both wait for Mike to actually get a Google result for something. Well, I just want to hear it phonetically. Does does Wikipedia not tell you that? Google now does that. Like if you Google something, the word, like it, you can click on it at the top. Maybe because it's a proper noun. I don't know. Let's see. Nike. Do do do. Word. I'm doing Nike phonetics. Oh, it's just come up with niche. But you guys say that wrong as well. We say niche. Makes my blood boil, that one. Yeah, niche. Terrible. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, you mentioned another, yet another distraction in, in the Xamarin podcast. Uh, we get distracted easily here. Uh, Nike partnership. Really, really cool stuff. I actually, the main reason, if I was going to get a watch, and if I was going to actually pay, how much was it? Was it 269 or 369 well, they, they've now lowered it because the original Apple Watch 1 has now got uh, a much better CPU, uh, but the price is really cheap. It, yeah, it's like 200 and something dollars, $269 or something. Yeah, no, the, the Nike Edition watch looks really nice. Um, the strap especially, because one of the issues I have with my strap is that it sweats because I've got the, the cheapest strap. And I constantly, whenever I go to the Apple shop, try on the alternatives and none of them feel as nice for the cost you know the cost of benefit isn't quite right you know because 500 pounds on a new watch strap just seems a bit dear for me um so I, I stuck with that but i sweat quite a lot with it in the summer and the new one has it's more perforated so it has more holes which i think might help with that um but yeah no the the, the watch looks really cool um and I think it's interesting with their, their earbuds or airbuds or whatever Apple wants to call them, this idea of having this connected, you know, stuff in your ear, stuff on your, your watch, uh, on your wrist, and then it all connects through the, through the phone. Um, it's definitely a, an interesting take because I don't think anyone else is really trying to pull together one ecosystem. But as I say, I'm just a bit disappointed and... I worry a little bit, actually, because obviously the acquisition with Microsoft, that people are going to think that, you know, just because it's been pretty recent, we were acquired by Apple, and now all of a sudden I'm pulling away. We were acquired by Apple, we were acquired by Microsoft, and now I'm pulling away from Apple. And it's not I'm pulling away because of the acquisition, but instead pulling away because I, I genuinely feel that the products aren't as good as they used to be. Um well, it's like you said, it's like a parent that you're disappointed. I mean, a kid that you're disappointed in as a parent. You still love them to death, right? And yep. uh, you still want the best for them and, and, you know, you still love them, but you can still be disappointed. That's the that's the thing that people also oft, often confuse. You can be disappointed and still love someone. You can criticize a product and still love it. Um, people often make it one or the other. Uh, it's a binary yep. thing and, and it can't be a little bit of both. But yeah, no, totally agree. Yeah, I'm not, I don't get me wrong, I'm not switching off the iPhone anytime soon i just won't be buying the 7 and if the 7s doesn't have a headphone port then i probably won't buy that either um it, yeah i mean it really depends if my headphones die tomorrow i may go and buy some wireless ones but i only bought these you know less than a year ago i'm not going to go out and spend another 300 pounds on headphones just because i want a new thousand pound phone and i really i really thought I was kind of happy because we went through a phase there, you know, the phase like in the late 2000s where you had um, 
where you had, you know, the iPhone belt clip or the BlackBerry belt clip at the time. And you had the yep. Bluetooth connected device, like with the, with the, where people would talk and that sort of thing. That was one of the worst phases of this evolution of mobile that we have <laughs> gone through. We, we went through so much pain. That was one of the most annoying things was when literally every person who worked in business had one of those headsets and was wandering around. And then it, it you know, of course, we found out like a couple years ago that like, it, you know, it caused cancer and all this other stuff. So I, I just am not a fan of the whole like, you know, wireless thing. I, I don't like it. I, li I like the headphones. I like the fact that it rested right here. I mean, I just can't get behind the wire. I already listen to enough people talking on their wireless headset when I take a cab, right? I don't want to have to listen to it again all the time from my friends and family. And I think like, I, I mean, I'm sure Apple will get it right, but I think that I don't know how like audio works and all that sort of thing, but it doesn't seem like it goes down that far, like close to your mouth. Whereas the other, the other uh, microphone on the old Apple headphones was like down on your chest. So like yeah. you're projecting forward and it was picking it up. I don't know how it'll work when it's on both sides of you, especially if you're in a noisy area. I'm sure it'll be fine because it's Apple and they always manage to make something good, but it's kind of worrisome because the quality was actually really surprisingly well for like a pair of headphones that they just ship with the phone. And those, those headphones are some of the best headphones I've ever had, if not the best. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting because uh, the battery on them um, isn't lithium. I can't remember what it is, but it's not a lithium battery. And whatever it, whatever they've opted to go for, I can probably go and Google it and tweet it later. But whatever it is, um, it doesn't have very uh, high amount of recycles or cycles, whatever you call it. I mean, I'm no expert in this, as any expert would now know if you're listening to the last sentence. Um, but what people are suggesting is that it probably won't last a huge amount of recharge. And when you think that it only lasts five hours, you'd have to recharge it at least once on one flight from London to San Francisco. Yep. So you're going to be recharging a fair amount. And if they don't, you know, $169, I think it was, 100 and something dollars. They're not cheap headphones. Samsung make more expensive ones, admittedly, but they're not cheap headphones. And if they don't last a huge amount of times, um, people keep saying they're losable. And I'm, I'm not really going to buy that argument because everything's losable. The coins in my wallet, I can lose easily. You know, diamond rings, you can lose easily. Doesn't, you know, you just need to be careful with your belongings. Um, I think there are other potential issues with that. Um, as well, I'm not sure if you've seen the picture of them from the front on, but they look ridiculous. Uh, they, <laughs> they genuinely look... They, have you yeah. seen the picture that's been going around of the of the uh, toothbrush that they've taken the top of the automatic yes. toothbrush and just put it in their ear? That is actually what it looks like. Yep. It's not yeah. pretty by any. You look kind of like an idiot when you're wearing it. Yeah, which I think I think that's always been the problem with Bluetooth ears. So um, even the original black one that you could buy for the iPhone, my brother bought one. Um, for when he was driving about and things, and he always looked a bit like a plonker with it in his ear. I don't think there's a. I don't think anyone can pull off a Bluetooth earbud without looking silly. No, you can take someone silly. really, really cool. Like I don't know who who the default cool person is you go to in the UK, but let's say like uh, Tom Brady, cool guy, cool guy in the states, especially. If you're is he the guy player. that's dating um, the girl that sings songs about people she doesn't like anymore? No. No, I've no he, idea. He, he's married Brady to is. Giselle Bunchkin, the supermodel uh, from. Brazil, I've also no idea Olympics. who that is. Yeah, regardless, 
great looking guy. Great looking guy. Tons of status. If I saw him wearing those, I would lose a lot of respect for him. But I guess yeah. he may have to be upgrades. Yeah, we're all going to be that way in a matter of months. I guess when everyone upgrades, we'll all be wearing the the stupid looking headphones, so it won't matter. That's the new normal. Yeah, I guess it's like selfie sticks, isn't it? I mean, I would be way too ashamed to own one of those. Yeah, everyone seems to have one. I own one. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. There we go. I get it. I get it. But I also, if I want a photo of me, I just go and ask someone, hey, do you mind taking my photo? And I know human interaction can seem scary, but it, yeah. it's not too bad. And I've not had anything stolen through having a photo taken yet. Well, I actually had the first... Now, this this is a rarity. I had the first can-you-take-my-picture rejection the other day. Me and oh. Joe were at the... This is the first time this has literally ever happened in my life. I was You're not at, allowed to say no. That's what I thought. I thought it was just, yeah, sure, whatever. I was yeah. on the beach. There was this guy walking towards us. And we were trying to get a photo on the beach, naturally. And we asked, and he gave us a look and waved his arms about and said no. Like we were asking him to do some ridiculous task that was, you know, taking away from his life or something. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's what I can use as my excuse moving forward, I guess. Because, I mean, that was the first time that's ever happened in my entire life. But moving forward, uh, there were some other notable uh, non-announcements from the event oh no no there, there was lots of subscribers for apple music um so apple music is still um a successful failure uh no it's i think it's it's difficult because they won't release any real data about it to tell us um but they say that they, they've got millions of users um i'm not a subscriber i'm still on spotify just because i don't want to install itunes on my pc um so apple music that's doing quite well the new ui for it is uh, apparently much improved um, no new iPad, and I don't want to even mention the other thing that they've not released because it will make me upset again. Right. Well, you win some, you lose some. Maybe, maybe later this year. It's funny if you go to the like, uh, I think it's on Mac Rumors where they have the you know the Apple Buy Guide, where mm. like looking at the at the Mac page is really disappointing because it's like don't buy, and so you're like, oh yeah, new Apple Apple event coming up this September. Gonna get new iPhone. I mean, gonna get new iPads. Gonna get new Macs. Nope. Uh, the new Mac will be uh, October, and then an iPad in uh, March. Well, they gotta get they gotta get at least one of them out before Christmas. Um, I oh yeah, because that's coming up. Yeah, it won't be the iPad. Well, that being said, iOS 10 does have some interesting stuff in it. Uh, we were a little disappointed when it first came out, but I think all in all, it'll end up being a pretty solid OS release. Uh, exciting news! Last week we actually announced um, I iOS 10 support. Uh, we had it for a while, but now you can go get it with the Xcode GM seed release. So on the final release from Xcode, uh, we now have support for that. Uh, this release also brings full support for building tvOS 10 apps and watchOS 3 apps uh, in your favorite .NET language. So if you're interested in building apps that take advantage of iOS 10 features, whether it's building an iMessage app, you know, taking advantage of Siri Kit, map extensions, that sort of thing. It seems like the big theme with iOS 10 looking back is apps in new places, whether that's maps or messages or whatever. Um, and so if you want to take advantage of that, of those functionality, of that functionality in your apps, uh, be sure to check that out today. We have a, a blog post up on blog.xamarin.com with instructions on how you can take advantage of the Xcode 8 GM seed and uh, Xamarin together to build 
some pretty awesome iOS 10 apps. With that said, this has been another edition of the Xamarin Podcast. I'm Pierce Bogan. And I'm Mike James. Thanks for listening. Have some courage this week.